G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Do you ever come across the sentiment that somehow or other the Christian idea of there being a creator can't be true and everything that is had to happen by pure random chance? Well, let's talk about that idea today because critics of Christianity and our view that God is the creator take a bigger leap of faith than you and I do. John Heininger is back with us today, thinking through some of the deeper issues of science, God and creation. John is a director of the Australian Evangelical Apologetics Society. Hello, John Heininger. Welcome back to 2020. Pleasure. John, you're arguing that science has gone mad without God. Is that a simple way of saying somehow or other science has got things wrong? Well, mate, it's just uh, gone down a completely different direction, and it really has gone mad. Like, science at uh, one time was based on experiment and observation, but uh, with the rise of atheistic worldviews such as Marxism, communism, humanism, socialism, you've had a massive uh, move from uh, science based on theism to science that's now grounded in, in hardcore atheism. So it's a different world, mate, to what the pioneers of modern science knew. And it just doesn't work. I mean, uh, I've got a book coming out uh, sometime later this year which shows out why it falls apart at every level. And it's really amounting to believing the unbelievable and thinking the unthinkable. So atheists say that it's science that defines all of reality, but science is so inefficient in describing so much of what is. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, the problem today is we're not into science. We're actually into scientism, masquerading as science. There's two things that the uh, atheists abused against uh, Christianity to, to bring it, to absolutely demolish it. The first of those is scientism masquerading as science. And the second thing is atheistic secularism masquerading as a religious neutral position. And they've used those uh, two weapons, deadly weapons, you could say, considering the impact, to completely destroy belief in God and the Christian worldview. John, people used to talk about the concept of the God of the gaps. In other words... Those things that science wasn't explaining, you could fall back onto this position of understanding that because God is the creator, he fills in all of the gaps that are there. But there's a widespread perception now that the scientific world has largely closed off the need for the God of the gaps. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I haven't even begun to answer the essential questions. I mean, you've got a whole worldview based upon philosophical uh, naturalism and godless materialism, right? And uh, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't work at any. For instance, the, the gaps are all still there. They, they haven't filled out any gaps because the whole thing is based upon what I would call contrived philosophical concepts, 
which don't have any basis in real, observable, testable science. Uh, let's talk the scientific world that can't bring a single atom into existence from nothing. Uh, there's a sort of a perception that that science has somehow discovered that that can happen, but what are your thoughts and what's the reality? The reality is, look, science has spent a lot of time working out what the universe was made up of and how the universe works. But the scientific world still doesn't have the foggiest notion of how they can bring any of this into existence by a natural process or godless causes alone. They, they don't know the, the origin of the universe. They're trying to get a universe from nothing out of nowhere. They haven't got the foggiest notion of, you know, how to bring life about into existence, how to produce consciousness, how to produce a double uh, DNA double helix or, or, you know, how you can you know, uh, produce intelligence from not intelligent and reason from non-reason. In other words, they haven't, they haven't established anything on the basis of naturalism. And so few people don't realise that. When you use that terminology then, blind faith, and that's usually the weapon that's used against the Christians. But you're turning that around and saying, Hang on a second. It's not the Christians who have blind faith in God. It's people who have a blind faith in science or atheism that are really the ones who are taking the biggest leap here. They certainly have to be, look, blind, deaf and dumb to even accept some of the principles on which the atheistic worldview operates, which is what modern science is now based on. So... uh, Nothing really works. And I, I just point out, uh, you know, they, for instance, they will regard evolution, say, cosmological and biographic evolution, are to be accepted as facts from the outset until proved wrong. You've got philosophical naturalism, on which the entire scientific worldview is based, um, which is based upon metaphysical uh, religious beliefs for, uh, that are well beyond the verifiable limits of science and physics. So you use the words magic or miracles uh, as a way that atheists actually, they embrace those sorts of words uh, to be able to fill in the gaps that they haven't got answers for. Well, look, they've got a problem. They have to, in the end, appeal to to miracles. There's no way around it because there's nothing within the atheistic system that can actually produce the sort of things that they need to produce in order to even get off the ground. And uh, so they believe in miracles without a miracle worker, which is really miraculous. And uh, it's almost a joke. When I go through this stuff, as I do research in my book, I just realise what a joke the whole thing is, and I cannot believe that the Christian world has largely been taken in by this, or even science has been taken in by this. For instance... Ray Hyman, who's the, uh, who set up the American Skeptics, who's an expert in deception, said the easiest people to deceive are scientists, and I can understand why. The more intelligent you are, the more easily you are deceived. So if you have to rely on magic or miracles, uh, first of all, if you are thinking that magic is real, then you have to have a magician in the first place to do the magic. And if you've got miracles, you need a miracle worker. So it doesn't matter what you try to do to fill in the gaps, you actually have to come back to the existence of a creator God. Yeah, well, there's nothing within the universe, nothing within the universe, no to science, 
which has self-existing or self-creative capabilities. In other words, uh, there's nothing in the universe that can create anything. And so you have no option then to look for a transcendent cause beyond the universe. Um, that's what the facts fit. And you're not, uh, in fact, backward in actually suggesting that if you believe that that scientism has a right perspective on the way that everything is, you're really just dabbling in what you call mindless insanity. That's exactly right. I mean, scientism is basically that. It has no basis in reality. It's just a, a metaphysical religious belief, and that's what cosmological evolution is based on. That's what biological evolution is based on, and and also dating systems. I mean... Uh, anyone can play the dating game. I mean, all you've got to do is work out, you know, how old you want the universe to be, then pick out the things you need to fit those assumptions. There's no instrument known to science which can measure the, the date of anything. It's all based upon assumptions. So you've got an entire worldview of assumptions used to discredit Christianity, but are nothing more than assumptions. Like, for, give us, uh, let me give you an example. Sure. They make a great issue about the speed of life, how long it takes to, uh, you know, for the speed of life to reach us from distant parts of the universe. But they don't seem to understand that. The, third, the second law of thermodynamics says that the universe starts out in a fully functioned, fully ordered state. You can see this. I mean, you've got to keep putting petrol in your car and everything runs down. You've got to keep paying the house. So everything in the universe is going becoming more disordered and losing information and that sort of thing over time. So, in other words, we've got a universe that started out in a fully functional and fully formed state because the most established law in science and physics establishes that. And, that, and also, we now know science now universally believes that the universe exploded to an enormous side Billions and billions of light years in less than a second, and they call that inflation. So what we have now is a universe that's fully formed and fully functional, that grew to enormous inside in less than a second, and that's exactly, we're right back to creation. We're right back to the genesis account. <laughs> in fact, you like to look at that uh, idea of an explosion and uh, in using a comparable type of a metaphor talking about an atom bomb going off and then by some random chance reassembling into its original ordered state uh, that's you know what we're talking about here is impossible so uh, that's the that's the way that you actually have to describe these things though, don't you well look the whole thing's insane that you more look at the uh the foundations on which science currently operates, it's just insane. I mean, I, I won't go with it, but I could go through at least six or seven points just to show you how they've turned science on its head. So, but, you know, uh, and everybody's gone with it, including the church. I, might, I mean, the, the church has been in what I call the self-destruct mode for a long while, shooting itself in the foot, driving the hearse to its own funeral. And, and uh, it's just tragic to see this happening happening around us every day, you know. Cathedrals are empty, churches, not many people go to church. Churches are sold off for other purposes, including mosques. I mean, the Muslims are not naive enough to um, to believe in this uh, garbage like evolution and that sort of stuff. That's why Turkey has just banned 
uh, evolution being taught in classes there. So the Muslims haven't uh, been remiss in picking their Saudis up, but the Christian world doesn't seem to grasp it for some reason. And it's, 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 it's in the self-destruct mode. It's, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, John, I imagine that we need to look for answers for that sort of scenario, and the answers have to be that Christians have to take a very significant interest in science and also approaching that science from a Christian worldview perspective. That's got to be the answer, and it has to be deeper, bigger learning, doesn't it? Well, look, uh, uh, the entire scientific worldview was was spawned by Christians based upon the Christian worldview, and there's nothing out there that even remotely disagrees with the fact that the Christian worldview is the best definition of reality that's out there. Okay, that is the definition of reality that I know the majority of our listeners are going to say that they hold very closely to. John Heininger is from the Australian Evangelical Apologetic Society. I want to point you to a website. The website is called thegodreality.org. That's John's website. John, just before I let you go, you're working on a book right now. You say you hope it's going to be out later this year. What sort of things ought people be expecting in your book? Well, what I do is I look at uh, originally, I look at the uh, the um, the fact that Christianity was had dominion in in, uh, in most nations for over a thousand years. And then I look at what happens with the rise of from the French Revolution on, from the Renaissance, uh, uh, which was actually the rebirth of humanism. Enlightenment was actually the entrenchment of the atheist worldview, which has resulted in millions of deaths and abortion industries and everything, you know, the killing fields, the virtual killing planes. And then I show basically how the, the left or the socialists, actually um, the humanists, actually dismantled the entire Christian worldview and what they used to do it uh, and, and what techniques they used and uh, why they've really produced a world which is absolutely going nowhere. I mean, you've got families breaking down, you've got societies breaking out. Look, even China, even China is printing Bibles because they discovered it was the Protestant worth ethic and the Christian worldview bought, you know, uh, moral and social stability. And so they're in a bit of a dilemma because there's more Christians in China now than there's members of the Communist Party. So they're, they're trying to stamp down on things a bit. But at least they knew what made America great. Now, America, thankfully, has got Trump back in, in trying to bring things back to what it was. But Australia is one of the most secular countries in the world because we really have lost totally lost touch with the Christian worldview and belief in God and will become what I call an apathetic uh, society. So everything is, is apathetic. They have a word for this called apatheticism, uh, which is a substitute for the word atheism. Okay. So, well, John, I know there'll be listeners who'll be on the lookout for your new book when it comes out a little later this year, and the godreality.org website is where I'd point people to be in contact with John Heininger from the Australian Evangelical Apologetic Society. John, thanks so much for taking some time to talk to us today on 2020. Yeah, pleasure, Neil. Thank you very much.
Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.